Hello and welcome to another episode of The Long Finish. I am your host, Tug Coker, and I'm here as always with my wife and co-host, Catherine Weil Coker. How are you doing tonight, Catherine? Hello, hello. How are we doing? How's the start of 2021 treating you? So far, so good. I mean, you know, same old, same old, but, you know, nothing terrible uh, on the personal front to report. We are all still alive and well, and that's the best that can be said right now. Absolutely, and that's what we're wishing for all of you out there, as we said in the last episode. Hopefully 2021 brings um, some just good health, prosperity, positive energy and uh, hopefully we're in for a good year so i always love january as i said last week it's my birthday month i believe my uh happy birthday thank you so much my birthstone i think is garnet who doesn't love a garnet you know Catherine's always loving her diamond april month it's the best how many months of how many months of of jewels gems could you name probably three and they are uh we've got april diamond yep may emerald and we've got November <laughs> is, oh shoot, oh no. You don't know it. No, I do, I do, I do. I think October is opal. I have the November ones as earrings. I don't know why I can't think of it now. It's tough. And the yellow is kind of, I really don't like the yellow version of this stone, but I really like the clear white version of this stone which is why I chose it for those earrings. Topaz? Oh, yeah. And November Topaz. What's funny is I looked up November on my phone, and the first thing that comes up is birthstone. Who's listening to me? No, no. That's like a thing. People want to know. Thanksgiving doesn't come up. It's birthstone. (laughs) Unbelievable. So here we are. Everyone's listening to us, and hopefully you are too, as we start off episode 53 of The Long Finish. Thanks for joining us. Going to get this right off the bat. If you have an opportunity to rate, review, and subscribe to our show, it means a lot to us. We'd love to get up to 100 reviews and ratings this year and beyond. So if you have a couple minutes free, please do that for us. But tonight, we're going to talk about, we're kind of doubling down on what we talked about last episode, talking about wine predictions, and we want to talk about some of the sweet spot in that value wines. Why you want to be looking into the value wine space. And we're going to do that with what we call winter white wine. Um, I love winter white wines. I'm always excited to drink white wines. So we got a very cool one tonight. Catherine's loving the winemaker's Instagram account. So oh what, are we, gosh, what are we drinking tonight, Catherine? Um, the name of the winery is Picasso. The name of the grape is Pinella. And this is from the Vipava Valley in Slovenia, vintage 2018. I I think this wine is fantastic. It's got a great story, a cool label, and it hits that sweet spot in the, you know, under 40, very much under 40 price range. So we're going to get into it. Another reason we were thinking about this wine is because, you know, we're easing into the year of 2021. Some people are maybe taking a few days off from enjoying some wine, maybe slowly dipping a toe back into the wine world. Not me. I have two kids who get up at five in the morning, so I continue to enjoy wine with breakfast. But this is a cool, fun, like any day of the week wine, right? Absolutely. I always call them Tuesday night wines. I don't know why, because I feel like a lot of people don't drink on Monday night. And then by Wednesday, of course, is Wine Wednesday. So we got to have our Tuesday night wines. It's so funny. I don't know if you actually make that up or that's backed by science, because that's how I like to do it too. I 
try to take Monday and Tuesday off and then go on Wednesday and so forth. So that's interesting. So this is my Tuesday night wine. <laughs> it's my Tuesday <laughs> night wine. That's right. <laughs> what have our Tuesday nights been like? We've had what one of them in 2021, but how, how are things going at the household? I think things are going fairly well. You know, we have a little one who just is really having trouble with those naps. So I'm sure anyone who's been there before knows that's a rough transition. But we have preschool again, which is a great great asset in our life. The only thing we can say about our kids is that it's a broken record for us. We just can't get them to sleep till the six o'clock hour. So that's really tough. I mean even two days ago it was like five fifty. I'm like and ten you, minutes, ten you, minutes. Well you guys. and I talk about this. The energy that we have when it's not our when it's our day to sleep in. Like for example, today you got to sleep in. I got up at five AM and though you had to watch them for the bulk of the day, like just getting sleep is so huge. No, I'm like in a good mood because I it was my day to sleep in. Changes your whole day. And so it's unfortunate that we never get to share that day. But at least we just have to know we're giving each other a gift every other day. Are we going to go away before this third kid comes? Where could you possibly go? There's like, you can't travel Is anyone right going now. away? I have a, we have a friend that's going, he's a single person, but he's going away to Palm Springs by himself. Are people taking day trips or overnight trips to places? I mean, could we go to Ojai Valley Inn for a night? I don't know. Do we just maybe. do a staycation and go to like the proper hotel? Are people or doing Airbnb, that? Airbnb, you know, maybe that's safer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to know how people are treating hotels. I mean, I will say this. I went to, into the proper last week and it looks amazing because it, I, I, you know, I root for the proper. I wanted to, to do well, obviously. It's a great hotel in Santa Monica. And it's right down the street it's from It's right down Masters. the street from Esther's. You should definitely stay there. So it's gorgeous. beautiful. Oh. But it wasn't heavily trafficked, and so I felt like you know, as a person who wants to, who looks out for that, it's a great opportunity to go to these great hotels. Yeah, so there's probably some great rates you, out there. You and I should be if, looking into that. Yeah, if it's allowed, uh, even if it's not allowed, maybe we should just Whoa. do it. <laughs> Whoa, Catherine, 2021. Well, listen, let's just Living say dangerous. we're not campers. You know, We're I not I did I did some camping growing up in high school and then in college too and like I had a great experience but those times are behind me as our son knows the only possibility of getting us out there is glamping. So our 4-year-old came up the other day out of nowhere. I do not camp. I'm not an out that much of an outdoors. I, I will go out and do a hike and stuff like that, but not very often. I've never really camped. And so when our four-year-old came up to us and asked if we could go glamping, I knew for the first time that he was my kid. <laughs> I looked at him and I, I sort of tear rolled down my eye and I gave him a big hug and I said, you are mine. <laughs> you are not the milkman's. So, yeah, no camping. I, look, I'd love to get into it. I think it's cool, but I just, I don't know, my body disagrees with it for whatever reason. Well, I would get back into it too, although now being five months pregnant, I don't think so. When it's all over though, can you think of a better wine than this? There's probably no better one to take along with some ice and camp with this wine. Oh, it'd be awesome. It's so got a screw top, first of all. Screw top, exactly. Ready to rock. So let's go in and talk about this wine and like what kind of cool things you can be looking for to really take advantage of this 20 to $40 range of wines and how you can take full advantage to find quality wines for your Tuesday night wines. I mean, I think the best thing to do is to A, always know how to talk about what you like and B, 
be adventurous because you're going to get more for your money if you're willing to go outside the Cabernet Sauvignons, the Pinot Noirs, the Chardonnays, the Sauvignon Blancs. Everybody knows those. Of course, you're going to find some in that 20 to 40 range. But if you're willing to step outside or go to a new region or a new grape varietal, try something different, you're going to get more for your money in general. Those super popular grape varieties, they know they're super popular. They're going to jack up the price. And especially if it's a cute label. My goodness, if it's a cute label, don't do it. All right, well, let's talk about this wine tonight. Can you remind everyone what wine we're drinking? And then let's talk about the wine and also talk about why you're in love with the winemaker because of his Instagram. <laughs> Hilarious. Yes, yeah, so this is the Picasso. That's the name of the producer. The grape variety is Pinella. It's from the Vipava Valley in Slovenia, a vintage 2018. So the Vipava Valley is just on the border of Italy. And this area where this wine is coming from is in Berda, and which is really not far from the port city of Trieste in Italy. Very, very close there. And and if you look at Slovenia, it's a very small country. There's nine wine regions. Think Alpine wine and Mediterranean wine meet. And this is really cool because in the Vipava Valley, lots of native grape varieties are growing. Grape varieties, I never get to see. Zelen, Picolite, Never heard of these, right? Pinella. I never had a Pinella until I tried this wine tonight. So fun. And across Slovenia, there are other grape varieties. Rifosco, Taran, Goreshka Berda. Lots of native grape varieties. There are over 52 varieties in the country. It's like, it's really diverse. Are Slovenian wines generally known for their white wines or both? Really both. There's, a, of course, people think about orange wine from Slovenia. It's, there's a lot of orange wine. But Tehran is a really intense red. Grifosco, really intense red. Then you have Malvasia, a white wine that kind of grows everywhere in Europe. But this is Pinella. And Pinella, I would, I would say, is most similar to a Sauvignon Blanc. It's got that, well, we'll do a tasting of it. But I think that's the closest thing I would say. And so in the Vipava Valley, these vineyards are on really, really steep hills. They're on these kind of mountaintops. It's a cooler temperature, but you still get that warm air from the Adriatic, so it's not too cold. And it's a cool story, as Tug was saying, about the winemaker. His name is Matic Rodica, and he sources all this fruit, but it's all organic native yeast fermented. He does natural winemaking. But his day job is that he's a professional ballroom dancer. Love that. His Instagram was so fun to look at. (laughs) Just like this guy has this life. And the labels are all inspired by dancing. They're really just kind of cool designs. They're actually silhouettes of photographs of him dancing. So let's taste it. Let's do it. All right. I'm looking at the color straw just a clear straw. It looks perfectly clear. I don't see anything floating in it. It's reflecting light. Okay, I see the legs coming down. Medium. Not too fat. Not too thin. Not sheeting. This is 12.5% alcohol. Okay, not the lightest, but also not the heaviest. My medium alcohol. Let's put our nose in there. Lemon, lime, grapefruit, pomelo. So citrusy and zesty. 
Maybe a little white peach also. A little floral. Be like peach blossom, white flowers or jasmine, wildflowers. There's like um something else. Almond skin, green almond. But really, really, the thing I can't get away from is just this minerality. It's so intense. Salty. Just those hard rocks. All right, let's taste it. Medium body. It starts out creamy and then all that acid comes in really halfway through. My mouth is watering like crazy. This is super high acid. Very, very dry. On the palate, it's more like grapefruit skin or grapefruit peel. There's like a bitterness to it. A little bit of lime, lime zest. And then that minerality is still there. Really, really strong. That saltiness, the acid just kind of wipes everything away. I love that. I love when there's evolution on the palate, when it starts out as something and it finishes as something else. Yeah, I mean, this will be easy just to put it right down. It's delicious. I think this wine is delicious. It really is sort of catnip for me. It's like the type of wine that I really enjoy, especially as Tuesday night or a weeknight wine. And we talked a couple episodes about what people are asking about, you know, how long can wine keep? I think this wine actually has a chance to keep for a couple of days because of the acidity. It does. And it's like you could open this on a Tuesday and drink it through the rest of the week if you so chose. But it's so good that it might not last the rest of the week. So this wine is awesome. And I think I actually brought this wine. Did I introduce this wine to you? Well, yes, Thank I think you, you did. Hey, so no okay. slouch here, everybody. Here's what happens. You've all heard it before, but when I have to bring home the samples, of course, I let Tug choose and he opens one and then he'll say, oh, oh, you got to taste this one. And I remember he had me taste it, but he had been drinking <laughs> quite a bit of it. Like, uh, you got to get this yeah. because I can't put it down. It's my bullseye for wines. So food pairings. Well, of course, I'm thinking like seafood no doubt you know Mm -hmm. like shrimp or oysters or calamari anything like salty Ooh, linguine with clams will be so yummy with this because i think like the creaminess and body could hold up to a pasta or ooh, you ever get did you ever get um white pizza with clams my mom loves that that this would be so good with that i love that how do you recommend our listeners go and find a wine like this if not this exactly at their local wine stores or for wines from Slovenia or other just value wines well not all wines from Slovenia are value wines that's for sure because especially with some of those more intense reds or with some of the orange wines they can be pricey. But if you want to explore Slovenia, it's an amazing country. I don't know that much about the wine region. I was looking up info before talking tonight. The pictures are just unbelievable. Like the mountains, the forest, the cities look small and so walkable. Anyway, that's what you can do when anytime you pick up a wine that you don't know that well, you look at the place that it's from and all of a sudden you want to travel there and you're imagining it. So picking up wine from Slovenia is a great idea and then do yourself a favor and just explore. The other option is to talk to someone and let them guide you to something more unusual in that 20 to 40 range. Say, I like Sauvignon Blanc. I'm open to something in that world. What do you have that's a little bit different? Let me just ask you personally, if you, let's say we're out of town. Let's say we're in Washington, D.C. or something and we walk, walk into a local wine store that we've heard about, how do you go about searching for a wine in that sort of under 40 price range? Well, number one, I'm not going to pick a cute label. 
Number two, I'm never going to pick any of the popular grape varieties. Number three, I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to tell the person what I'm looking for. Oh, I like light reds or I like minerally whites. But I think the main thing is going based off style. I'm in the mood for something like Pinot Noir, but I don't want Pinot Noir. I'm in the mood for something like Cabernet Sauvignon. I like something really, a really robust red, but I don't want a Cabernet Sauvignon. What's something different? That's where I go. Look out for this wine. That's all I got to say. I mean, here we are in the early parts of the year. We're at home. So, you know, keep stocking up on these like value, affordable, but equally delicious wines. So and look into Slovenia. All right. Now we come to the last portion of the evening, which is what has been inspiring us this week. We are doing a dual inspiration because the past few weeks, you won't believe this, folks. We've actually been watching movies. You guys, we watched a few movies. It's been so fun. Hard to believe. We didn't watch a movie from March to December. Yeah. So... Uh, we, we started making a pact to like, let's put the kids to bed and watch a movie maybe twice or three times a week. And we came across an independent film that, full disclosure, a friend of ours, Hannah Boss, and her writing partner, Paul Thoreen, wrote. But the movie is awesome, and it's called Driveways. So it's on Showtime now, but it's also on demand on Amazon Prime, etc. It will be making the awards circuit because Brian Dennehy is a star of the film. It's his last film performance before he passed away. There's other actors that you may recognize in the show. It's a small film, but it's really, really good. It's heartwarming, powerful in a way that it's you'll probably see someone from your family in the story just can't recommend it highly enough yes i mean both of us were really moved by the film yeah we were chopping onions she just has to say like i was just like (laughs) just wiping away tears we were and and what i love about it is just it's really uh you know deceptively simple there's not too much given away. It's not over the top. There's not big time storytelling. It's subtle and it's slow and it's really just leaves room for you to watch it as an audience member. I don't know how to say that better, but it's a really moving film. Yep, it's directed by Andrew Ahn. And what I should say, the positives among, amongst many is the, the multi-diversity of the cast, the indie film experience that it brings to you. It's also 92 minutes. Mm. So you can enjoy this in an hour and a half. It's really tight, really thoughtfully done. Can't recommend it enough. Check out the movie Driveways, and hopefully there'll be a few award nominations going out in the next few months, and people can get excited about the fact that they got on board at the right time. All right, that's it. That's it for episode 53 of The Long Finish. Episode 53 is in the books. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Hope you go out and find some nice under $40 wines and let us know. Let us know what you think about some of these wines that you're getting and let us know if we can get some. We're always looking out for good wines, especially uh, good wines that are appropriately priced. So let us know. Please tell me if you have a great wine that you love in that price range, DM me, message me somehow. Tell me because I'm constantly looking for great wines in this range, something new and fresh to always keep it exciting for our customers and for each other. We always love new wines. And don't judge a wine by its cover. 
Ooh, wow. Pick ugly labels. No, we definitely talk about that for sure. I also want to say the score on the movie Driveways is amazing. So oh, yeah, hopefully really that's was. on Spotify. Jay Wadley uh, was the composer. Catherine, where can they find you and Long Finish on social media? You can find me at Catherine Wild Coker on Instagram and Catherine Wild Coker on Facebook. And you can find Long Finish at The Long Finish on Instagram and The Long Finish on Facebook. You can find the podcast on Twitter at TLF Pod. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tug Coker. Thank you again to everyone for listening to the show. We've got some fun episodes coming up in store, so stay tuned for those. Make sure you subscribe to the show, and we'll be back next week with an all new episode. Until then, be safe. Be kind, wear masks, stay safe. Did I say that twice? I really mean it. Stay safe and happy drinking. Ciao.